Okay, Bob, I'm down here with the head coach, Charlie Weiss. Coach, anytime a game comes down to a last-second field goal, I'm sure there's any one play that you could signal out and say if that play was different, it's a different outcome to the game. But as you look back on it, what would disappoint you the most about this uh, result today? I'd say clearly the, my biggest disappointment is that we didn't finish. You're up by two scores in the game, and our whole uh, the whole motto for this week was about finishing games because I didn't finish th believe that we finished last week very well either. But I think that there's plenty of blame to go around from the coaching staff to all three facets of our team, and we didn't finish on offense, we didn't finish on defense, and we didn't finish on special teams. And when that happens, you know, there's a good chance you lose. From week one to week two, uh, did you see some improvement from Dane Christ in the passing game that you were looking for? And I guess what would your evaluation of that be overall? Well, I mean, we, we, he obviously, you know, was completing a lot of balls early in the game. You know, later in the, in the second half, you know, Cal went down and you know, I wouldn't say things got out of sync, but, you know, they, they started giving us a lot more pressure and we didn't complete as many passes as, as I can recall. Okay, but uh, I'll wait till I see the I see the tape. I don't, you know, I don't make judgment, you know, just by the eye right after the game. Of course, defensively, you, you, I guess the good news is you had a couple of guys that looked like they were in position to make that one play that could have ended the drive before the field goal. Just got to finish those tackles. Well, it's all about once again, it's all about fishing. But you know, I'd I don't want to put my finger on. On, on any one uh, one player, one individual, because I thought that all three elements of our team had an opportunity to win the game, and when we didn't, and therefore all three failed. Finally, Coach, you talked a lot about trying to get off to a, a quick start this year, especially to maybe build up some confidence from a team that had lost a lot of games last year. How do you go about rebuilding that confidence after this game this coming week? Well, that's what our whole conversation in the, in the locker room was. But the n number one thing they have to understand, it's not okay to lose. It's not like, well, you lost a close one. That's a day, you know, good effort. It's not okay. Because when you don't close out a game on offense and you don't close out a game on defense and you don't close it out on special teams, you know, that's just not acceptable. And, it, and, it, and, it, and that's just the way it is. So from me, through the assistants, right on down with everyone, we have to do a better job of teaching and learning how to, you know, how to finish a game. Coach, thanks for the time. You're welcome. Head coach Charlie Weiss, Bob, we'll send it back to you. Coach, you were just talking about a disappointment to Nate just a second ago and just saying you're really disappointed in this team. How do you take that disappointment over these next couple of days and turn it around for these young guys? I think it all starts with accountability, to be perfectly honest with you. I think after a loss, well, there's, there's a couple things. Number one, these players have to know, and everyone needs to know, that losing's not okay. It's not okay to lose a close one. It's not okay. You know, the, we're supposed to win games, not not play close games, or you know, be in there. But I think the number one thing that everyone needs to do, from the head coach, okay, through the assistant coaches and all the players, is accept accountability when things don't go exactly. It's always easy when things are going well, but when things don't go well, I think you have to accept accountability. And once you do that, you know, you can turn the corner and move it in the right direction. It seemed like there was a point in the second half where you were close to taking control of it. What happened from your perspective to let Rice get Well, we're, we're up two scores, you know, up two scores in the game, you know, and it, it was a nice drive to start off the second half. 
you know, when, you know, the big point in the locker room was, okay, we got to get it to a two-score two score game. But I think that, you know, as the, the game wound on, wound on and I, I wouldn't, I'd say that all three facets of our team had opportunities to close this game. The offense had an opportunity to close this game, didn't. The defense had an opportunity to close this game, didn't. Special teams had an opportunity to close close this game, didn't. You know, so and you know, let me just—you guys don't know me very well, so just when we lose a game, okay, when we lose a game, the first person I'm blaming is me. Especially when a game is close, because when a game is close, and, and when a game is close, and you have breakdowns that uh, that happen on on all three facets of the game. Okay, well, somebody better accept that accountability, and I'll gladly be that person. You mentioned all three facets. Is the special teams one, especially the missed field, maybe a little more deflating because those are points in the air and then they're not? Yeah, they're deflating because you end up getting shut out in the fourth quarter. Okay, but, you know, as I said to the team, it's easy, you know, for – to look up there and say, well, you know, Doherty missed a couple of kicks that, you know, that lost a game. Did it contribute? Did it contribute to us losing the game? Yes, it contributed. That's, you know, that's, that's not a big secret. Okay, but we had a chance to win the game on offense, and we had a chance to win a game. And really, on offense and defense, it really wouldn't have been that difficult to, to go ahead and finish it out. But we didn't make plays, and they made plays. And, you know, you know it's easy to go back to those one or two plays that you see, but there were several, you know, there were several opportunities for this game to be over, you know, with us winning, and that's not the way it turned out. And when you leave the game at the end of the game, okay, and in the other team's hands, with a, or should I say foot in this case, with a frontline field goal kicker, okay, usually the result is going to be what you just got. He's usually going to make it, and that, and and that team's usually going to end up being pretty happy. And they were. No, on that, on that play right there, you know, I would anticipate any time you put a, a ball up one-on-one, -on -one, okay, any time there's a group of DBs in a position where a receiver is, that would be a pass you don't attempt. But as long as you have a one-on-one -on -one matchup, as long as you put, have a one-on-one -one matchup and don't throw the ball right to the defensive guy, you know, it's, it's always okay. It's not okay to throw an interception now. I'm just saying that when it's one-on-one, -on -one, you know, because you're counting on your guy either catching the ball or their guy, but you're certainly not counting on their guy catching the ball. The only time I really say you shouldn't do that is when – you're throwing the ball into a coverage where there's multiple people there. The last two weeks, you're 8-27 combined on third down. Is there anything specific you could pinpoint that leads to that or that you can do to fix that? Is there anything? I think that the, we got ourselves into a, a couple of bad situations by getting the third downs longer than you'd really want them to be. See, third down is all based on trying to get it into short, short, Rather than rather than long, you know it's advantageous when you get it to third and two to five, rather than playing a game of third and eight to twelve. 
And I think that the number one thing we have to do is do a better job, do a better job of making sure you get it in third to two to five, because usually you have much better production when you get to that point. You have a big game next week. Uh, this was a good game too. But uh, what are you guys going to work on? What did you say to them to get them ready for their first conference game? Well, I think the first thing you have to do is you have to, tomorrow, my job will be to get everyone out of the tank. That's the first job I'll have. You know, because, hey, it's easy to walk around after you won a game. Everyone's telling you how great you are. You just won a game. Congratulations. When you lose, it's not so easy. You know, it's much more difficult. And that'll be my job tomorrow to say, okay, you know, they all count as one. It'll make a difference who you're playing. It counts as one. Was it a tough loss? Yes. Was it a bad loss? Yes. Is it an acceptable loss? No. It's not acceptable. And until our team understands that, then we're just you know, we're just not going to make any strides in the right direction. Are they, uh, are they in the tank already? I mean, is there evidence that they're pretty down? Is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> Yeah, the answer to that would be that is a correct, that is a correct, uh, correct thing. Yeah, they're they're down. I mean, but as I told them, I would say, because I'm different than a lot of other people. I mean, when I come up after a loss, I think that, especially in a close game. You, you know, if you're in my seat, you better be accountable yourself. Well, I can sit there and say, well, if he would have done this, or if he would have done that, or he would have done this, we'd win the we'd win the game. Well. You know, I feel bad. You know, I feel bad, you know, for, for the players. I feel bad for everyone else. But the bottom line is everyone's got to accept their accountability or else you're never going to you're never going to make strides. You're always just going to be just, you know, just okay at best. The reason I ask, obviously, this is a position that's been familiar to these guys, being disappointed after games. And, and is how much of a concern for you is that while you're, you know, you talked about trying to change that culture? And all oh, that. I think that... I had a nice long talk with him after the game, and it probably wasn't the type of talk that you would expect. You know, this wasn't a talk where I was ranting and raving and swearing all over the place. You know, it was kind of challenging him to, what's it going to be, fellas? Is this way it's going to be? Is that okay? And uh, I think that. I think by the time they practice full, full you know, we'll, pra we'll be out there tomorrow practicing. Okay, yeah, but there's a lot of bumps and bruises, so it won't be quite the same. But by the time they're full, full go on Tuesday, I think that uh, they'll, they'll moved on towards the next opponent. Coach, you said you're the first person you have to look at it yourself to be accountable. Do you have any early thoughts on what you might change or what you might do different? No, what I'm going to do is come in at five tomorrow and watch, and watch the tape, and watch the offense first, and watch the defense second, and watch the special teams third, and then you know I'll get together and watch the tape again with the offensive staff, and we'll go ahead and make sure that we're all on the same page of what my expectations are. Then I'll meet with the defensive staff and go over with what I thought I saw on tape if that's really the way it was. Then I'll meet with the special teams coaches and do the same thing. Because before you address the team tomorrow at 2.30, you better make sure that everyone's on the same page of what we did right and what we did wrong. So that when you're, when you're holding players accountable, 
you want to make sure you, you know exactly what you're talking about so there's no ambiguities. Yeah, I have no idea about the injuries right now. I just, you know, when he was trying to get off the field in a hurry at the end of the game after the alma mater, um, I told him to slow down. I know that, but you know, we'll, you know, I'll, I'll have a better idea as we, you know, get into tomorrow. You know, obviously, this was going to be a challenging year in some ways. It, has the progress come as quick as you expected? I mean, did you anticipate? Well, I think that what I'm really, this is an, Austin's a new challenge because now it's, let's see what they're going to do. Let's see what they're going to do after they lose a game like this. Am, am I going to have a lot of people thrown in the towel? Or gonna, am I going to have even more people stepping up to try to make it right? You know, and... I can't wave my magic wand and give you the answer to that, you know. But I'm betting, I'm betting on more guys, you know, fighting to get it right. That's what I'm betting on. Aside from how factored into the game, the outcome, how concerned are you with your field goal team? I'm concerned with the offense. I'm concerned with the defense. I'm concerned with all the special teams. They mean the same. They all mean the same to me, you know. So. Do I want to make field goals? You bet you I do. I mean, but I mean, I need to know, I need to know specifics before I, before I talk about them. And I'm not going to isolate any player or any position, or any coach on the team ever. I'll, I'll never do it. Okay, so um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned with all three aspects, not just that. But is that a concern? You bet you, it's a concern. Crazy since you just said that, but how about Nick Pilato? Can you talk about what you saw from him and, and why he deserved a shot today? Well, it was it was nice to start off the game with a touchback. You know, you know that was that was that was nice to see. And realistically, you know, not knowing exactly exactly what happened, we got a tackle, a, t a tackle slash turnover. Okay, we have you know opportunities for tackles down close. I mean, I think for his first game out there. I thought that you know, we actually had an improvement as, at the kicker position, you know, and, and our kickoff coverage. You're able to rebound it, but the way the game started, a couple early turnovers, how difficult is the kind of Yeah, well, I mean, I was really disappointed, you know, that when you call a special play early in a game and you give up pressure on a play that, there's no way there's pressure that comes on a play. You know, it's really disappointing because instead of, you know, taking a long, you know, the worst thing that should happen is a long foul ball. You know, but now you're giving them the ball. But I thought the team responded nicely to, you know, they they get up three nothing. You know, no one, no one panicked. I felt the only time that things felt uneasy were you know towards the end of the game when. Things were going the way they went, and you know you could feel that. You know you could say you know, you could feel it, and that's part of what we do. You had mentioned after the game last week that it was coaching utopia, and that the game created a good set of circumstances for improvement throughout the week. How do you create another good environment for improvement this week? Well, I think that the challenges are totally different now. 
you know, your challenges are totally different because now you're going into the Big 12 with your Big 12 opener next Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning. Okay, you haven't won a Big 12 game in quite some time, and the team coming in is quite challenging. All those factors will help get their attention in a hurry. So what you do is you, you, you utilize, you know, those factors to sit there and say, hey, look, we don't have time, we don't have time to feel sorry for ourselves. Because if you do, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get worse, not better. It's going to get one, one of two things is going to happen. We're either going to get better or we're going to get worse, but we're not staying the same. And I think that, you know, next week gives them an opportunity to do something about it. Any others? I'm good if you got any others. <laughs> I'm not going to be ducking you. You, you had to do that. <laughs> you, you had to. You, know, you already know I'm miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm being a trooper up here, doing exactly what you'd want me to do. And but go ahead. We we'll go. We'll go one more. I, I just was under, the answer is probably no because you were so consumed with trying to make sure that people were doing what they're supposed to do. But in the, the last couple of minutes, Matt alluded to the, the, the culture that's been built up in the last few years. Did you get a sense that anybody was thinking, uh-oh, here we go again? No. It doesn't make a difference whether they were thinking it. Everyone was thinking it. You know, when you get into a, in a, in a game like that, it's not where you expect something bad to happen. You have to be prepared, okay, if this happens versus that happens. When it's a two-point game and they get the ball back, there's a chance that that field goal kicker is going to have an opportunity to win the game. It's not a uh-oh, it's Okay, you know this is this is one of the scenarios that could end up happening, and unfortunately, it came to fruition. You know, you just—it's not where you sit there and the the team were saying, "Well, we're we're going to miss a couple tackles and get them in the field goal range, and then the guy's going to make a kick." I don't think that that ever went through anybody's mind. That ever went through anyone's mind. <laughs>